no, no eye contact though. We'll play a game afterwards. You ask the listeners what what item of fruit. Is what Harry fruit was Harry gargling? Pineapple. Oh, gargling. <laughs> How do you eat your fruit? <laughs> right. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Chasers Podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the Chasers Podcast. It's really exciting. Oh, as always, our catchphrase now. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> season nineteen. Because any time there's more than three weeks, it's a new season. So basically, what we are, we're, we're like it's the a sporadic the, podcast, the most single episode seasons possible. Yeah, I think it makes it more exclusive, so people, you know, are more likely to listen rather exclusive. than every week. When it's every week, you just can't, you know, you can miss a few, but when it's every now and again, if and you, you never it. know, <laughs> if you, you miss know, any more of in tune than what we are in terms of what's going on. Exactly, and um, this is going to be a no edit podcast, so we're not going to say anything bad. And then we won't have to edit. <laughs> not, not that we're constantly editing bad things, <laughs> no. but it's normally just long, weird pauses while we do other things. But then, or it's then it gets to the stage where you can't trust what we said, so I have to listen to it back. <laughs> it's on me to be like, right, do, do I want someone on a list? Who <laughs> <laughs> we slacked off this week? But no, we've got a list this time though, so it's yeah. gonna be slick. <laughs> that only Sam can see because yeah, I don't have my glasses and Seb's not looking at it because he's facing the other way. We could put the mirror up behind and I could sort of read it backwards. What if we move your flute around? Yeah. Oh, there we go. I'm looking through that. Yeah. Mm. Seb has a very large... Uh, is that brass? No, it's rose gold. Rose gold. Classy. <laughs> uh, wine flute. It's yeah. about three foot tall. I mean, uh, the stem is most of it. It's, the actual glass isn't that big. It's a lot but, of stem. Yeah. No, very nice. Yeah. Um... So how are we? How are you, Harry? Good, yeah. Nice to be done from with uni. Back yeah, down and, and what grade did you get, Harry? First. Yeah. Oh, I was hoping for a Desmond. That, that is what happens when you cheat on your exams. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> open. I forgot I'd done myself in. <laughs> First class, open book exam. It pays off when yeah. you can Google the answers. <laughs> so if you need any economic needs, don't ask Harry's me. your man. I've got a textbook which I can learn. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. So are you completely done? You're gone from Canterbury now? Yeah, forever and ever. So those KOMs will forever be. Well, I don't have any. I don't think. Did you not get any? No, because I, I told you this story last time, didn't that I? Has them all. Every time I got one, he'd just go out and get it back again <laughs> by like a second, and he do it. Yeah, and he'd only ever let me have it for more, no more than about three hours. So, you, however, and I every time I, so I learn and right, I can't do this ride until at least seven o'clock in the evening, so yeah. that he doesn't have a chance to get it back. But he would still go out. Sleep this night. Yeah. Well, so basically, you, as long as you had it for twenty four hours, that was enough for you. <laughs> you needed to find a KOM where the roadworks were altering the road forever, because yeah. there's a couple of those um, off road ones and stuff like in Whiteways where it's like that is forever unless someone rides yeah. through the bushes. <laughs> I, <laughs> so from where where we used to live, I have one. Um, it's from Barton on Sea to Milford on Sea, on the cliff top. And it's like a very famously eroded cliff. Like people are losing their gardens, houses are going down. Like the golf <laughs> no, course, the golf course has lost like like four holes over like ten years. And I've ridden it for about that time. And literally, yeah, that path does not exist anymore. So I've got to come through thin air. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! An air, a light yeah. aircraft. Is that's it. Yeah. All, you, all you can do is paraglide past it. That's, that's your only hope. <laughs> and at that point you have to accept that he's probably put a lot more effort in yeah about fair play yeah. but you deserve this yeah, I'm not flagging that that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a keeper when yeah. you saying Bertie though reminded me of how good is the news about Red yeah I was, yeah, was going to yeah. say 
Red, so Red became... So Red Waters, who was on a previous podcast as a, a guest... Few seasons ago. we interviewed him, yeah, 19 three episodes seasons ago. ago. About three episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> three episodes and seasons ago. Are yeah, we he's... claiming that? Are we saying that was because yeah, of we us? We helped him set up. Exposure? Yeah, I mean, he did tell us his dirty little secret, which I imagine his, uh, he put into full effect, but I'd say completely deserved. Well, yeah. He's now the stagiaire for Axon Herman's... Yeah. I can't remember, is it just Axon Herman's or they got a third There's name? There's a third bit, isn't there? Herman's Axion B something. Yeah, Balois Technica. Fair enough. I don't know. Something Belgian on the end of it. Um, yeah, it's the Teo Gagan Hart found like not foundation, but it's like the initiative that he set up to. I think he's paying for it. I think. Yeah, or co-funding it, it with them. Yeah. So, but Red has been winning. I've been watching his vlogs. He's won like every. He went out to France and like won all the races there. No way. Like in all different ways. He won one just from the gun. One one in the sprint. Like he mm. just absolutely. Love he, it. After a long race, he busts out like seventeen hundred watts. Oh, it's unreal! Yeah, and that's like that is pro sort of numbers doing that. Yeah, and now he's currently out in. He's oh, he's doing the Carib in one of the Caribbean. The Pan American, is it the Pan American? Something like that. Doing he cha- he's dual it. he's dual citizenship, isn't he? So yeah. he's changed his kit. Looks amazing. To I can't remember the country, but he's to do that race and it's oh, quite I a like big it. event. Nice. So, so I know that he's. Is he out in America then? So is that we're actually in a, a racing at the moment, or is he doing like a European season? So I think season? that starts later, but this race is just... Well, I can't remember what it's... The Pan America... Championships. Yeah. Race. Yeah, to get a jer- the jersey. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's quite like a cool jersey as well. It's um, like a little white jersey with some um, like a few like pastel colours across the front of oh, it. Cool. Because a lot of the cross riders use it quite, you see it quite a bit. Yeah, so I think you actually posted a video about that today. Oh, the Caribbean time. Champs. The Pan American Champs Saturday. There you go. And he is Granada. That was it. Love and the it. kit is amazing. I'm just showing the boys the kit now. It's like yellow, super bright, green, and then red. That's yeah. what it. Ah, oh, you don't want. You don't want. You want to become the national Granadan champion. Yeah. You don't. You don't want. Um, yeah. You don't want the Pan American one. You want that one. That's amazing. That where's, where's Belize? Is that Central America? So it's Central uh, America. yeah. Uh, okay. And Pat, Granada then. We'll My geography is not that, not that good. Let's not not guess. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let's look it up. Or is it, what is it the, on the uh, Never Strays File? They just call it a floating fact. A floating fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But, um, oh, it's obviously in the Caribbean. I just mentioned the Caribbean. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what, what We're good, you? aren't we? Good one, Sam. <laughs> what is your profession, yeah, Sam? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to teach geography? Uh, yeah. What, what is primary school geography it's a great question uh it's more oh, they're not looking at tourism and sort of recreation like uh, uh we look at human geography and physical geography nice. and then we do it's it's more skills based as well that's, there's been a big push in the map reading about that yeah os maps we do they we, still think we've that's got a massive iris maps of horsham and stuff i, lo- do. I, I do references i'd love a contour lines longitude latitudes yeah all, all, all that sort we'd of stuff we'd be good at this Seb. yeah we should go back to primary school and do it's geography. great fine oh, okay yeah it's sort of yeah, the Caribbean is obviously uh, east of um, where Belize is and places like that. I was just thinking because obviously Justin Williams is Belizeum. He's the Belize national champion. Yeah, um, but they're obviously not uh, they're not close enough to be racing against each other. No. In sort of country. But nonetheless, it's going to be exciting to see what he can do yeah. and sort of tear it up around the globe now. Yeah, I can't recommend his vlogs enough. They are so funny. They are. Like, funny, he puts yeah. in so many tiny little in jokes that if you get them they're just brilliant. And he does, it's consistent, isn't it? 
it's yeah. like they carry on. He does stuff like gel of the day. He writes <laughs> on like a little stuff. bit of sticky tape, like a stupid thing on the jar. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. So very exciting. So other team news. Now we're talking about pros, obviously, uh, to go alongside Red, the pro. Who are we going for? Who we? Who's caught your eye, Harry? <laughs> in the transfer market. Uh, Esteban Chavez. <laughs> the smiley, yeah, smiley, smiley little man. man. Smiley Colombian. He's won two Grand Tour podiums I, I saw the other day. I, I don't know when his second yeah. one was, but yeah. No one does. Oh, no, it was, it was yeah, Welter. Yeah, it was Welter, and then the year after that, it was the Giro when Nibali questionably won it. Mm. Oh, one of those. Yeah, amazing comeback from a rest day from Nibali. So he's not, yeah, so he's replacing um, Higita, because I think Higita's left the F now, hasn't he? Yeah. So he's sort of strengthened their GC attempts. But he never seems... This is what I don't understand. He's a good climber once he every went, three weeks. But it's because he, like, obviously... He stayed with uh, Mitchton for ages because, like, they he, he had a massive injury in the end, and they they helped fund and his, his um, progress. Trainer but passed he, away. Oh, oh really? There was, like a, there was a really big someone really really close to him died, and that really really affected him. Obviously, I'm I'm sure sure was, do you remember I'm sure one of the Mitchton uh, DSs called the Sheriff? He's called the Sheriff. <laughs> so he he was there for a while, and he he left. I don't know. He was the one that was like. Chavez's like main man he was always like his DS throughout all his races it wasn't Matt White it was this guy and I don't know if he's gone to EF yeah. now oh, okay. that's not helped the move at all yeah floating fat don't know that one <laughs> but um, yeah it's, it's it's like it's it's a fair enough move because you thought like Chavez is sort of he's, he's had his whole career as one team and spent a lot of time with them he's obviously reached a point where he's come up from injury a few times and Michigan has sort of seemed to be doing they're not quite as solid as they used to be as a team are they anymore no, they've gone the opposite direction to teams like UAE and yeah. people like that well, they, they, had, they had their moment but they seem to be losing Jack Hay they've lost one of the Yates brothers they're sort of losing more and more people now yeah so who have they got um, Ad, uh, Simon Yates is yeah. it Adam or Simon Simon and Adam's Adam gone, gone in, in the yeah right um, I don't know who they've got. Come up. They, they've, they've got, got a, a lot few... of bigger GC yeah Ham- Hamil- Lucas Hamilton yeah he's their bigger GC he was guy, pretty good yeah Yes, and Durbridge, is he still there? Yeah, yeah so then they've also still got like um, Mesh Getz and a few other like classics guys, so they've still got a pretty solid classics team. Did Nieve go? He's left. Yeah. He's left already, yeah. He's a similar sort of GC, doesn't make it, winter stage later on, happy days. It's like. Okay. Well, I suppose he, he went to Michigan from Sky, didn't he, where he was, his job was literally just be that last mountain, never in the, light, never in the limelight, he just sort of churned away. Yeah. So I think it's, it's a good move. I think yeah, it's a similar team he's going into. Oh, and it's a. It looks like a really nice team to be part of, and I think he will bring up their social media and all that sort of stuff that they do because they're much more of a modern sort of team in those sort of standards. Yeah. Like to be fair, we're pretty. They good. were leading the way with their backstage passes and stuff like that. But I think EF are looking to branch out much more into other things, and I think he's obviously a massive name in Colombia. Yeah. So I think that's quite a big for that company who is a global brand. Yeah, it's, it's a sort of a way of reaching out to them a bit more. I mean, it's, it's a good move. Whether it will pay off race results wise, I don't know too much real about that. But I yeah. I, I, I always want him to do well, and that's sort of, I'm always happy when he's. If they go somewhere like the Vuelta and just go right, we're just going to go after stages, and just let them all lose a couple of minutes on the first couple of days and stuff, then I think that could be they could come away with four or five stages that they're sort of. Yeah, well, it's that they let Hugh Carthy lose four or five yeah. minutes on the first GC battle. <laughs> Yeah, they've got Carthy Iran. Oh yeah. He can't really have any more grand tours in him. No. In a competitive sense. Yeah, at least at least Shavas race. At least Shavas race slightly aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's so that, my main. 
big move. I know UAE have been moving mad, haven't they? So they. I know. I just it's really bad because I I really hate UAE. <laughs> but I love Podge, and I want Podge to have as much support as he can. I but know. yeah, I'm more excited for Almeida. I'm all about Almeida. Over yes, Podge. Almeida. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be better than Podge, is he? Enric Ma... No, it's Mark Soler. Mark Soler. Why is he gone? And did you see the picture of them announcing him? He Was looks it... like this angry... Little teenager. You know when you come home really late when you're a teenager and your mum's in the kitchen like, and where are you? Yeah. He looks like that. People need to. Oh, was that the one where he was in like a little? He wasn't in. He was in normal clothes, wasn't he? Yeah, just like crossing his arm, looking really annoyed. (laughs) Yeah, very strange. He's a lot of money, and he has a reputation for not being a very good team player. I mean, all you have to do is watch the two Netflix documentaries to understand that. But the thing is, though, do you reckon some of that comes down to him being Movistar's next big thing, and for whatever reason, him not being the big thing? So perhaps he's going into an environment where they're being like, look, Mark, you're not getting your own chance. Yeah, this and, is your job. and then he commits to other... Yeah, he sort of a bit, gets excited and then becomes petulant bit, when uh, he gets taken away. A bit like a lander, wherever he goes. It's sort of like he's always going in as the promised person and it's like, oh, actually, this person's better than you. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is weird. I think maybe they've promised him, like, he can do... He, he can lead Vuelta. Yeah, which I'm guessing they're, they're going for the, the sort of the sky tactic of, like, there's... Was it something that they get like 90% of their funding and publicity comes from the Tour de France of why would they care about any other race? Yeah, I'm just looking up their exact squad. but um, They've had some other big names, haven't they? They've gone I mean, in. Podge has signed another deal. Has he? Is it? It's Is like it? the longest cycling deal in history till like 2027 or something insane. He's super young still, isn't he? Yeah. Was he 22 now? 21? Uh, he turned 22 on, his, on the last day of the Tour de France. Yeah, when he won it the first time, I think, or twenty twenty one. I Fair think enough. he turned twenty one. Well, he's between yeah. twenty and thirty. Everyone. So UAE have also got uh, no George Bennett. George Bennett, <laughs> not another Jack great Bennett. Man. <laughs> uh, his brother and um, Pascal Ackerman. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. But that's whether good. he didn't ride at Tour this year, he didn't get selected. Oh, did well, they've got another sprinter, um, Hodge. Hodeg. Old Hodge is there. So you've got Gaviria, who won today, Tour yeah. Poland. I forgot about Gaviria. They've got rid of Christoph. Oh, Christoph has got like five kids, I think. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> there you go, do, do you reckon Christoph yeah. would become the big summer blowout? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to go and own his sword or something. <laughs> oh, I love Christoph. Yeah, he's good. He is good. So, yes, yeah, so they've got George Benham, which I think is a great shout. Again, another person, would they give him GC? Another bit of a petulant. But would they give him GC ambition? Him and Solaire riding I've, together. I think we're like when you've got this person who you know you're going in for a superstar who doesn't need you. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. It's like Posh doesn't need any of these people, <laughs> but it's only going to help him. Make my life slightly easier on the first climb, and then just do whatever yeah. you want. Like, cause I don't, I don't care. But I think the Hodeg one's an intro. Hodeg's an interesting one in terms of he was like a big up and coming star at um, Deconic. Yeah, and sort of I don't know whether sort of Cav coming good again is uh, helping that out a little bit. And Jacob, Jacobson, Jacobson being, being back and becoming good. So they prefer being an absolute twat. Yeah. There you go. Don't edit that. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, that's old news now. Don't even, need to, don't even give that the airtime. But yeah, so it's, it's, it's yeah, and Podge is extended to 2027. 2027. I got it right. So he's going to be, what, 27? Yeah, probably about 27. <laughs> he's... Oh, there was some... Here you go, I'm going to... This is a complete random fact that my brain... Let's go. I've heard, I've heard something and I've twisted it. It's something crazy, like 
by the time he's the age of Chris Froome when he won his first tour, he could have potentially already won like six. No, uh, that so or what, something like or that. Or it was so it's potentially or, uh, option number two. <laughs> no, no, it's not a podge fact; it's a banal fact. Oh, is so it? if Bernal wins this year, he'd have won all three Grand Tours under 25. The last person to do that was Contador ah. to win all three Grand Tours under the age of 25. Froome wasn't 33 until he won his. What? And Nibali was... Uh, still, if I train really hard... I Nibali was something like yeah, yeah. 30, 31 before he, when he won his um, third Grand Tour. That's mad. And there's some crazy... I think you have got him. There's some crazy talented young lad who everyone's saying he's the next big thing coming through and he's like 16, 17 or something and yeah. he's already winning stuff. I can't... I think, has, he come, has he come from I Bora? Think he's Spanish. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, obviously, the, a very big move which has caused a lot of other movement from other teams is Sagan going Yeah. to direct energy. And then Specialized have followed suit, haven't they? Pay his, pay his salary. I mean, I think that's quite good for if he can try and eke out because they're a world tour team, and they have... no, they're not a world tour team. Oh, they're not. No. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's to try and help them become a Sim- world tour. Similar to what he did with Bora. Right. Bora weren't a world. When he when he went there, because it was Bora Arg- it was Bora Argon, and Argon had to leave and went. I think they went to um, Astana. But and Argon, Argon aren't even in a world with the world tour team now. Not anymore. They're now so. Astana Avilia, aren't they? Yeah. There you go. Jack Ayuso. No, Jack Juan Ayuso. <laughs> <laughs> John. John Ayuso. <laughs> he's from Devon. Um, he's 18. Born in 2002. He's going to be... He signed up to 2025. Wow. To sign an 18-year-old until 2025. They are... They're, they're, they're changing the way you do transfers and stuff. And old... What's his name? Um, it's good for security, though, isn't it? Well, that, yeah, that Johnny big... Savio did that, didn't he? Because it was the whole thing of like... But now he's signed for ages... And then the teams to come and get them. It's almost like it's how massive, but like which is weird because like a lot of American sports you don't get this where it's trading players like the NHL and stuff you don't generally get a contract bought, bought, being bought out. But in football, you sign contracts to get buy out, bought out of contracts yeah, sort of, to make profit. Sort of so yeah, it means it's literally meaningless. But like cyclists have generally honoured it quite well. Then you've had things that was it was it Richie Port or Rowan Dennis that actually got Rowan Dennis, Dennis got got bought out of his contract early from... but that's because he he basically just stopped riding in one of the tours didn't who he? was he, yeah, he who did he go from no he went to Bahrain didn't he no he went from well, Bahrain, Bahrain to, to Ineos is when he stopped riding and had uh, okay yeah there's a massive thing of why is he stopped they, I don't do they know why I don't remember the no, name. I just don't think he was in the right... He, he's one of those riders that I think this needs to be in the right place. And he's gone... I find it weird that he's left from Ineos. I wonder I if that's his I choice. I was thinking or, that. I well, think or... Although, to be fair, to go to Yumbo <clears throat> and be in a team time trial, Roglic... Demoulin. Dennis, Demoulin. Van Aert. Van Aert. Are they still... Like, imagine being the other riders in that. Like, are they still got... <laughs> crying. Have, have they still got Jos van Edmond as well? Like, he used to be like an amazing yeah, time trial. Yeah, remember the one he, he got fined for... Um, Asking someone out on a date on his chest at the end of yeah. a time trial, and he pulled his shirt open and had like, "Will you go on a date with me?" To this, I thought that thinking. was. Um, oh, was it a lotto rider? No, it was um, Campanarts. Campanarts, yeah. Oh, see, I think I don't think it was him, but that it was, so it was funny. He might That's have won the race or like that at the time, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a Dutch rider for um, oh, okay. for Yumbo. Because um, what's their sprinter must be quite good. At, um, he must be have quite an engine on him. Um, Gronewegen. No, the other sprinter. His lead out man, he's really good. Oh, I want to say Keith Bold, that's not him, is no, it? No, it's um, Dylan Turns. Mike Turnison. Mike Turnison. I think Turns. he's got quite a 
Yeah, so that'd be, I'd like to see a team time trial with them in. Because that's one of the things, is like, Cav used to be really good at Oi Pro, so there's team time trials, because it's like that Pursuitist background, and oh, um, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's no, and like, K- Kittle used to be a time trialist. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's like under that's 20, why he could go so long. Under twenty three time trials. And Caleb Ewan used to be a climber as a junior, mm. and then he um, didn't grow and got muscles. <laughs> yes, he grew out instead of up. So yeah, speaking of Lotto, Mark Sargent has left, doesn't he? Don't know who he is. Yes. No, I don't. He's know. like their really influential, good man. I don't know where he's gone, but Lotto haven't. I haven't really seen anyone. They've got Ewan and um, Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. He's still. Oh bless it. <laughs> um, did um, Israeli Israeli startup nation? Yeah. Did they buy anyone? Well, interestingly, Chris Froome. Did you see on TV today? Oh, I was looking at it just then. <laughs> he got mistaken They're for a. They're doing like this news report on this road. I don't know why the road being closed. And Do you want me a read cyclist cy- rides up to this news report. And the news report is like, no, you can't ride through here. Sorry, like just talking to him like he's a normal bloke, and it's Chris Froome, but he's not in Israeli kit. He's just wearing a black top. And then the other day, he was spotted in like a Kenyan cycling jersey. Yeah. So everyone's like, well, that's weird that he's not, not in a... riding... Like, he was riding a black disc brake bike and was not easy to recognise by the local council personnel who enforced the road closure. Yeah. But equally, I'm like, who cares? Like, yeah, if the road's closed, it. don't cycle through it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, do you know who I am? Oh, yeah, the road is now open for you. <laughs> you will not burn in the it's, forest fire. Did you hear what... Um, on, if you've watched Clarkson's Farm, there's the episode... Where oh. it's in the middle of oh lockdown. that trek guy and there's it's yeah. a profession it happens out of all the people that could be riding Is it? it's a professional trek rider yeah, and he's right. like oh these it's not like it's their job or anything and then everyone's typing in the comments like no it is his job thing is that I'm like I'm like equally I'm like that's yeah it's a bit ironic that but it's almost like it's not his fault is it yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think he's, I think he was right to go after him then wasn't it <laughs> and then Sagan going means that. Bora have been on a bit of a spree as well. Have you they, seen they've them? done a Tottenham, though, haven't they? When they sold Bale and they just bought seven average players. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did think that. Let me get those names up. But we need to talk. I literally could not. I literally could not. <laughs> I couldn't name you any of them. Well, I probably, one, one, probably recognise it once I've seen it, but. Uh, I reckon it'll be someone like Tij Benoot. <laughs> no? On, I mean, you literally have to go... Incoming transfers. Cycling News, they've got a ride transfer section of it. Oh, oh pro cyclist, that's my oh. go-to, my go-to place. Um, Sam Bennett. Of course, gone back there after he was kicked out. Yeah, or... Danny Van Poppel. Vlasov, that's who they've got. Uh, ah, yes, yeah. that's a good buy. Fun fact. It better be fun, though. Fun fact. No, no it's not very fun. Unless I have a lot of fun, I'm not. Said, no, said, it's just a fact. You said I was watching University Challenge last night. I, I know <laughs> never, how to have fun. Never has a fun that's fact, not the fact ever happened. That's not the fact. You just re- the you're fact. reminiscing about yesteryears. I, I a, a question came up. Who does that guy Alexander ride for? And I, I got, and, you knew. and none of them knew it. And they said, what team is it? And some one of them just buzzed and said, like a vegetable or something, you completely got the question. <laughs> so, but I'm cleverer than someone. Yeah, I mean, for fair. Cambridge. Why is that on University Challenge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strange. strange. So, yeah, they've got Sam Bennett, Danny Van Poppel, Vlasov, Higita, Jai Hindley. God, they're quite mad, aren't they? Marco Haller, Ryan Mullen, Shane Marco Archibald. Haller. The flying mullet. I mean, that is a decent. That's Mar- a decent lead out. Archibald, Mar- Mullen, Haller. Marco Haller's a Van good one. Van Poppel, yeah. and then Bennett. I, I mean, you can see where they're going with that. They're that's, They're looking for sprints. It's good for uh, good for someone like Shackman as well, I think. Yeah. 
bit more support. Like you can maybe. But he'll go for stages, won't he? Yeah, but he yeah he's a bit like a like a sort of a a B Tech Philippe. but <laughs> yeah, he's bigger than Philippe. <laughs> yeah, Alpha B Tech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Name riders who are also qualifications. Degrees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Jai Hindley, he disappeared last year after a really good. He sort of went backwards a little bit. That sort of happens at some yeah, but, team DSM. Yeah, what well, was it? It was like there was that Jira that Ter Gegenhart one, wasn't it? That it was a bit. What was the it bloke? Was a bit of an MVQ Jira. Yeah, it? <laughs> well done. I mean, they're all great. Hello. Hello. Oh, I've got red wine. No, I'm not. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's staying in. Yeah, enjoy your waters. Yeah, it was great, but if yeah, you could name about ten other riders that if they were in there, he wouldn't be able to claw back all that time yeah. in those things. Did um and Rohan Dennis single handedly won it for him. Oh, I can't remember the bloke we were speaking about the other day then. Um Hugh Carthy. He did quite well in that, didn't he? Did he get a third? Yes. I think he was third. I think so because he was he was trying to over, over like, come back at the Amazon like with a big attack and he was like one of the most solid riders at the end of the week. Yeah, he won on the was that Giro or was it the Volta before on the Queen like a Zonkalan yes. type stage. Yeah, the Angrelu would that be what the Spanish one yes. was? Speaking of the Vuelta, there's a link for you. Hell of a lineup. It's um starting on Saturday. Saturday. With... I, I don't know anything about it. I haven't looked into it. It starts with the time trial, ends with the time trial. There's no sprint, final sprint stage, which the Javelta does do sometimes. Um, you've got Rog, he's racing it. Oh. Um, Banal. He's won it the last two times. Last two times, yeah. Podge isn't racing it. Podge is not racing it. He's made too much money this year. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> go to, doesn't know to the C class races. So Banal. Banal's racing Ooh. it, and Ineos have sent Carapaz. Ooh. They've really? sent. Pidcock making his Grand Tour debut no as well. Way. Yeah. Uh, so who's is Pidcock ride for Carapaz? They're for Banal. Oh, they're yes. all in for Banal. But then they've got one more big name rider as well. Like, oh, it's um, Sivakov, I believe, is the yes. other one. Yeah. So they've got they've got a decent team going to that. Yeah. Yeah, that is well good. I don't know if they get like would they get Rowan Dennis going so to that? You've got Roglic, Carapaz, Valverde, Vlasov, but. <laughs> Astana is going to be like a fire sale. No, everyone's going to different places. No one's going to want to ride for each other at all. Things are with Astana. Like, is Lysenko still at Astana? Yeah. That's weird. That's, that's literally all they've got left now, isn't it? Oh, Lotto. Well, he's one of those where he's not quite quick enough to win or do well in GC. What Luzenko? Yeah. He's he's like he's good for a one day race, isn't he? And he can sort of hold on maybe at like slightly, some of the slightly longer. And then he just uh, after that he's gone. Lander and Poles are racing. Come on, Lander, this is the one. <laughs> this is it. Come on, <sighs> he can beat Bernal and Rock. <laughs> yeah, it's not happening, is it? No, not at all. Thing is, I'll be good. I mean, that's the thing with like is is Bernal going to be Giro Bernal or is he going to be like is his back going to start playing up again? And, so was at it, their best, is that going to be no mechanicals, no tactical errors. Who wins? In a grand Two tour. Two trials, Rob. In a grand tour, Rob. I'd say if it was a just a, a mountainy one, I'd think Bernal. Yeah. I think he's got the legs to beat. A bit time trial-wise, Rob will... Yeah. Yeah, just right. Yeah. 
That was the time trial that was in the Olympics was like insanely hilly. Mm. I didn't realise, but it was like five thousand feet of climb or something. Was what? it really? Yeah, it, it was like. And then um, that's who why was Rog it? won it by like a, a minute or something. Rog, was... no, and also because he had it was him, and he carried on after the finish. Yeah, he, he, did, he thought he had yeah. to do another lap. <laughs> yeah, because it was laps. Which apparently. is mental because like you think, well, he doesn't go full gas. Yeah, again, how, so he, he didn't lost empty the tank. He's just thinking, well, that's that's because he sat on um, Asgra and Asgreen, and who's the uh, Romy Cavagna's wheel for the whole lap, didn't he? <laughs> did he? The amount of times they overtook each other again, like it's like they were doing a throw and offs the whole time around there. Who came? Who was out? Who else was on the podium? Um, it was um, Tom De Moulin. He's back. Really? Yeah, he got silver. But he hadn't. He, I thought he'd kind of retired. No, no, he came out. Of, he, he had not retired. He had like a big long break for it, and he came back in good form. And I can't remember who got third. Was it? Um, it was Dennis. Dennis, Dennis. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Because Walvin Arp's like fifth. Evan Apol was seventh. I think they it was. were saying that because of that, the road race was so hard. Yeah, that all the guys that put in big shifts in that road race were then sort of out of it. Like Van Aert did a millions of watts in that race. Didn't I can he? imagine he basically everyone, towed everyone around. Yeah. yeah, everyone just sat on him, didn't they? No, it's a fair play, fair play to him. Yeah, I mean, I must say I didn't really watch the time trial because a time yeah. trial predominantly around a racetrack is not <laughs> the most exciting race going, is it? What track was it going around? Was it the Yokohama no. circuit? I'm not sure why that makes a difference. I don't know why I asked really. <laughs> Harry, well, if anyone's going to know it out of the us three, Harry, it's going to be you that knows what that circus like. <laughs> I haven't raced much. How was it on Tocker? <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it was 27 and a half miles, and it was about... Was that all? It was about 3,000 feet. That's, that's an hour, 3, isn't it? 3,000 feet hilly, is massive, yeah. Like, that's, yeah. That's yeah. So just up a hill. I could be, I'm... I'm yeah, I'm, in my that head, is, I'm calculating metres to feet, so I could be slightly out of That is very, that. very hilly three, for... Um, yeah. Very hilly for pointy helmets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Were they road bikes or TT bikes? They were using TT, TT bikes. bikes. Yeah. I don't think it was that steep. It was just hilly. Yeah. Mm. Rolling. rolling. Speaking of rolling, <laughs> I'm going to do every link. Oh. Speaking of. Well, as you see Sam's eyes go left as he's saying that, scanning the, the board. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these items shall I pluck out? Well, the last time our dear listeners heard Harry talking, was he was just about to embark and was telling us all about his bike packing. Trip. And how he was yeah, going to... How was that rolling? How's, because what? you were going to roll your fingers down the Instagram page for the Instagram takeover. <laughs> It was a rolling route, as far as I yeah. can see. Up old Cheddar Gorge and stuff like that. Cheddar, that was a horrible Cheddar Gorge? Yeah. Is it the infamous Cheddar so Gorge? talk us through, Harry. First yes. of all, your equipment and stuff like that. So just, okay. let's do a recap. So, what, so you, Not you... many people listened to the last episode because I didn't bother to actually tell people it happened. Right. Okay. So well, um, let's and just pretend they And for other quality it. issues, <laughs> general quality. And... <laughs> it was shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it was six days... 550 miles and about Everest in a bit of climbing. Okay. So that's kind of the profile. Yeah. Bike kit-wise, just on the standard Canyon Ultimate. Yeah. Road bike. Sketchy headset. Yeah, I still need to turn it off, actually. Christ. <laughs> um, that's not mine, I said. Who's still not bought that bit after no, you buy like three months ago? <laughs> I'm just risking it on these massive descents. Oh, it'd be yeah. fine. No, that, that, that won't do anything. No. The, It'd be, it'd be anyway, fine. so uh, that's part of the kit was the dodgy headset. That's Seb's catchphrase. It'll be fine. Any bodge he does, it'll be fine. It's more I want my part back. <laughs> you need to say it's really dangerous. Yeah. So Harry, I've got, so, I've got so many headsets and you're tightening by car. <laughs> um, so Bivy, strap on front handlebars, 
which yeah makes it. I couldn't use the drops, in it, but I don't use drops as we know, so I sprint. We've all seen you sprinting on the hoods. Yes. Do you have um, Shimano or SRAM levers? SRAM, so the double tap was impossible. But surely, as well, if Shimano, you wouldn't be able to do it either because like, you're you, you'll get stuck. stuck. You'll be able to break. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. Yeah. So you can only shift down, so you can only get faster as the route went on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Start slow and end in 52.11. Every gear change. I no, can't go back. You can end in a 39.11. 39.11. Yeah. You've got one last like shift. Like a DI2 approach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Bivy, worst thing, why someone invented that, I don't know. So, Bivy is, is a, essentially a sleeping bag with a tarpaulin over it. It's just like a tent shaped as a sleeping bag, isn't it? Yeah. You can't move in it. Oh, so you had like the one little pole? Two poles. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> yeah. Bivy. And then I had... The boner bivy. The boner bivy. Exactly. Double boner bivy, actually. Um, frame bag. Had many things in it. And then I had... I, well, that I, sounds you know questionable. Those, You're not helping yourself. <laughs> you, know the, you know the bags... <laughs> I'd, whatever it's called that sits on the top tube and then you would top tube bag it's like that big and then it would it wraps around the front of your stem basically top yeah. tube bag so, yeah, yeah basically and pissed me off so much on the first day of riding because it would hit my knees so I managed to put it on the bottom of the down tube by the bottom bracket that's and cool it was about a mil of clearance nice. it's actually not to the floor yeah, and also it's to the collecting fl- all of the crap. <laughs> Shit, yeah. But I had to tape it up because it was flapping around, and it would often catch on the chain ring, and then st- start soaring or getting sawn away by the chain. <laughs> so on those bags, usually used for like the things you want to keep accessible, yeah, like accessible. Gel- gels in your yeah, phone. Yeah, so yeah. I had to tape it up, and then one day I remember actually, I taped it all up with loads and loads and loads of electrical tape. Oh, you and then taped like, it closed. Yeah, because it was flapping around right. too much. It would catch, and, and then I realised something out of it. <laughs> I needed an no. Anyway, so that was that. And then I just had the big, massive schlong off the back under the saddle. And what was that? Hello. That had... Salami. Yeah. <laughs> Forgets. Anything phallic yeah. was in the back there. <laughs> Only phallic-shaped objects. Yeah. Um, yeah, that silk... A torpedo. <laughs> a submarine. Yeah, just the, the silk... The silk um, yeah, that... Computer mount. Computer mount. It's the most expensive thing. Um, would it have... Um, like the sleeping bag, the right. sleeping mat, pillow, inflatable pillow. And did you ride to a campsite each night? So first night, so the first day, set off from Horsham to the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Can't remember what the place was called. Hereford. And it was a it was 92 mile day. And this was this was the week where it was the heat wave. So every day was 30, 31 degrees yeah. plus. Horrendous. Was it a easterly wind or a westerly wind? So it would have been, it, I think it was easterly. Yeah, it would have been easily. And you were travelling sort of northwest, weren't you? Yes. The whole way. Yeah. So I didn't get that. Oh, I didn't get it. All right, James Bond's phone. <laughs> That's gone. The fourth member of the Chasers yeah, yeah. Collective podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was about 90, 92 miles, I think it was, and that was to a travel lodge, just because first day. I don't know. It was because it was a so Sunday. You took your baby to the travel lodge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we set it up on the bed with yeah. the. We, we we put the had like an indoor campfire. In. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that was actually really good because the first day I hadn't ridden for two and a half weeks beforehand because yeah. of the COVID and everything. So first day when you're not used to it, you're shattered. So you turn up and you just want to die. Oh mate, so, doing I did a hundred miles yesterday, and the thought of getting up and riding another hundred miles and then doing yeah. it again, like I'd lose interest. And with and your bike, so I weighed my bike, so it weighed twice what it sh- 
it normally does. So Norway Seven weighed about fourteen, fourteen and a half. This is basically the weight of our normal bikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. weighs all my mountain bike weights. Yeah, but what well, you notice as well because the rear saddlebag is it sticks out so and much. The weight's high as it, well because of the way like high it moves. Leverage. It moves yeah. left to right. When you get out the saddle, you have you have to kind of use your arms. Use your arms, but also you have you have to sway the bike. The and once it gets going, sometimes you can't stop. stop so you just have to be out the saddle for ninety miles. So it's got like this natural, natural kind of whatever like oscillation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you can't. You if you're if you naturally want to sway it side side really quick, you can't. It it has to be it. And if the, you hit a certain cadence, does it just like explode? Because it hits the perfect frequency. Yeah. No, the worst is when it just starts just... to get out of sequence, and then it's flipping all over the just place. Just whistles. Yeah, but um, yeah, first day. 90 odd miles and what sort of speeds were you doing so were you doing the, tempo the first, chill? I mean we, you, you're not really looking I think you're just tapping it out and just hoping you make it really I think the first day was about 17 17 and a half and generally yeah. that was kind of the natural pace that's not actually hanging about is it no it's normal pace but you carry the speed so much over the climbs like the power wasn't high at all it was probably like 150 or something yeah. really low fast, um, fast roads then all downhill yeah, all downhill yeah well one uh, the second day I think again it was a bit shorter. It was about seventy miles, but and by that time you're kind of used to it. And that was campsite, and then every night after that was campsites. It was nice. It was actually all right. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, then second day, third day, <laughs> were seventy-five miles, and that was into um, that was kind of going along the top of the Breckens. Yeah. So if you imagine the Breckens are kind of horizontal to the UK, so you kind of go. Out, out, yeah, to Par- the coast of the UK. To the coast of the UK. Gotcha. Yeah, so yeah, you kind of go along the top of it. So not, and that day we averaged twenty miles an hour, twenty point five actually Ooh, for seventy point. miles with all these bike bags. So it was a quick day, and that I think that was just the wind and whatever, whatever. Nice. And it was so the last. Oh no, that a tractor pulled out in front of us, and we just sat behind this tractor doing exactly twenty three miles an hour for about ten <laughs> miles, inhaling all this hay. <laughs> but it was so nice to just sit behind it and yeah, go and go and go. It was good. Yeah. Um, uh, day fourth day, probably hardest day, seven thousand foot feet in seventy five eighty miles across the Breckens. So where that... are you aiming for? <laughs> where, where was the bike? Pit? Where was the end goal? That was the halfway point. That was halfway. Yeah. So third. So the third day ended. In a random campsite on the top of the Breckens, and then that we, fourth day was just traversing across the Breckens to the other side. Was it like a bit of a loop then? Was it rather than just out? Yeah, so back? Horsham round up to Cheltenham, across the top of Breckens, over Breckens, back down the bottom of the Breckens, and then down kind of um, where, where's the town centre crit that's quite well known, famous town? Caerphilly. No. Bristol? No, the other one that's sketchy, Cobbles. Farnham? No. Froome? Near South Downs. Rubet? Hilly Place. Hilly place in the South Downs? Guildford. Winchester? Yeah, Winchester. So come through Winchester and then back down into... Oh, okay. I thought you went all one way and then got the train back. No, so it was just a big old loop all the way around. So that's what we did. Yeah. So then, but yeah, fourth day, horrible. Well, not horrible, just really hard because every... You look at the profile and it was every... It was either up or down. That's just because the way it went, which is nice because you kind of get into that rhythm with climbs where you just kind of chug up them. And then chill at the top, and that's it. Mm. Um, yeah, and that was that was brutal because it's so hot. So when you're going up the climbs and you're climbing for an hour, and you have absolutely no air passing over you, and the, some of the climbs were twenty two, twenty three percent for half a mile, and you're just 
yeah, right. no all this weight yeah so you just got nothing kind of cooling you down yeah, that sounds like South Downs <laughs> yeah and and yeah you can't you can't get enough water on board like you're just constantly what, what were you doing for that with just service stations yeah just stopping and then like you say food you can carry as much food as you need really for a whole day quite easily can't you but mm. water you can only carry so much water mm-hmm. and you find as well anyone that's ridden with a um, a frame bag that kind of drops from hangs from your top tube that you, you can't need side take. entry bottle cages yeah well the things I don't I still don't get that I don't get why any bottle cage is front entry anymore it's so pointless it's point, and you, so you can't get out can so you so was it was better all round yeah, yeah. It, so you kind of need the, all, all those like quad lock ones the ones that bolt to the they stick don't they to your bottle and then they're magnets so yes. they just kind of what, what you need cat cages, cat cages. The, amount, the amount of times they've done Southlands where the frame bag above them but your yeah. frame is also about 11 sizes bigger than mine yeah when you a frame a small frame bag takes up the whole of your frame yeah so I had the large frame bag on a 51 centimetre frame <laughs> <laughs> yeah it had a shot of water each time <laughs> yeah. yeah so we can go for litre bottles and we're still five because you had to go 500 and that was so tight. I had to use the smallest yeah because like, it wouldn't fit in those Team Sky like um, ch- children's elite bottles that are like smaller than normal I've, just got, I've, I've got a story to tell about those but yeah super um, stubby yeah, oh, so cool. that was that. And then fifth, so the last, the way that it planned, so in terms of how mapping out how long the days were, you're kind of restricted by the campsite. So yeah. you couldn't just say, oh, we want to do this equal. You've either got to go too far or... Yeah, so either you'd say, you right, this day's seven, you'd, oh, you go, oh, this ride, this day's turned out to be 70. Oh, where's the next campsite? And then it turns out to be 130. Well, there's no way you're doing 11,000 feet and 100. Yeah. So that's kind of how it planned out. And then the last two days end up being 115 miles each or something. Oh. Horrendous. Uh, and they were brutal, especially the last day. But um, managed to do it, got back. It felt all right. And I think because I hadn't ridden for the two and a half, three weeks beforehand, you, you notice kind of the fourth day you peak. Yeah. And then the fatigue sets in and the heat and everything. He just gets slower and, and slower. And then you just get slower and slower and slower. But doing it end up being, like I said, like a 33-hour week. Oh. So after the net, kind of, you take a few days off, then when you get back on the bike, you just feel unbelievable. Because <laughs> your body's like, oh, and, well, and whatever you, you've done, it's yeah. not going to be as hard. And your bike's half the weight. Yeah. I, I couldn't like get out of the saddle. Camp. So I went for an hour spin. I couldn't get out of the saddle because it just felt like I was just going to fall off. Because <laughs> the bars, you kind of, you're naturally, your body's gotten used to just riding with all this weight on it. You need to fit like a, a steel rail saddle. Get as much weight on there as you can. <laughs> yeah. Get all your yeah. spanners in the saddle bag and see what happens. Yeah. Rattling around, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, you naturally adjust your pedaling style because when you've got all the bags on you, you just you brush your out. knees so you go bigger yeah so but the thing is with that I'm like obviously you've, you've had knee issues before and you thought it was down to your pedaling style but that's what I don't get with sort of with like where people get so particular about position but and it's then like you have to adjust but how naturally you can adjust yeah and you're fine yeah and you forget about it. obviously if it's causing you issues in terms of like that is the problem yeah. like it's a bit like if you've got a fine you there can there's a range of adjust. movement that your body can adjust to and it might yeah. twinge or feel a bit funny at first but your body does quickly adapt to it i think yeah. the first day about halfway in i had i never really had i when we say i have knee problems that we discussed before they're kind of it hurts but it doesn't stop you riding does it yeah but half, halfway through it it was like a super sharp pain under the kneecap and I thought, I've really done something. But I think it was just cramp. Yeah. Where your body, like you say, is not used to that style and it's just trying to adapt and yeah, like you, heat. Even if it's like just like you're say like a few degrees out, you just you just you stop using one little bit of a muscle, you just just move to loading up yeah. one muscle a little bit more, isn't it? And you just sort of it's gonna get there after a while. Yeah, and then I think you just kinda and then each day 
you kind of like you say normally you do a hundred miles and you think oh, I can't believe oh, next day I'm gonna just eat as much food as I can and yeah. relax. But I think because you know you're in that mental, you're set up for it. And the hardest every day, the hardest bit was just the first ten miles where you just had to kind of get your legs to wake up again. And I suppose you're there being like I'm never gonna get into a rhythm, and yeah. then suddenly after a while you're fine. And then you do, and then you also learn. Who was it? I think it was a Lachlan Morton thing that because he does all those EF big rides, doesn't he? Yeah. The thing that I took away from those, because I watched a few of those before we set off, that there's one certainty that if it's hard, if it you're feeling shit, you're gonna feel good, and if you feel good, you're gonna feel shit. Yeah. And that's basically <laughs> you, so you, in you your can head. Always know that the other one's coming. And it's good. It's a really good mantra to have in your head, I think, because when you feel great, you know, it's like you just want to attack everything and go push a, an extra twenty, thirty watts. You but you're gonna bad. regret it, and then you're gonna burn more calories. And then on the other side, when you feel awful and you just think, when's this gonna end? Well, I just keep pedaling. Eventually, it I'm gonna go. Round. And I think anyone that does long, doing any long ride, whether a long ride to you is forty miles or hundred miles or a thousand mile week whatever I think as long as you tell yourself that you can pretty much just do it you just mm. gotta tell yourself to do it that's I've been the watching the, um, the impossible routes or the impossible routes yeah yeah the vegan cyclist ones so he's done it's gonna be like I think it's like five five different things he's done two already and it's the one where he rode across Death Valley for like seven days and then did a skid in the parking lot and fought, fell off and broke his leg. <laughs> <laughs> At the very end, the hardest thing he's ever done. Broke his leg, like done all this training. Thing, he like, broke his leg, yeah. like, the most vegan cyclist thing he could have ever done. He literally, they filmed it, he came in, like went to do a skid, like, yeah boy, we finished, and fell off, because he wasn't expecting the ground to be so, like, skiddy. Grippy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just watched the other one where it was three of them all went, and yeah, it was really good, actually. Mm. They were they're worth watching, but a similar sort of thing. He was like, if you just keep pedalling, you will get there. Yeah. So if you just concentrate on, I just need to pedal, and then you will eventually... Like everything else, it's like, we'll take care of itself. Yeah. Basically, yeah. All you yeah. can do is pedal. And it's yeah. and it's also, that's why it's nice doing those days where you, you're going somewhere. I think yes. when you're doing 100 miles or a long ride and you're just doing a big loop, like, well, I, I don't know why, but mentally, if oh, you're definitely. going somewhere, well, and you, also you haven't ridden those roads, everything's new. It's like generally you can always take a shortcut. There's always a plan B, something like that, but it's like, you're like, no, I have to be here. Yeah, and it's like, if I don't get it, That's it's going to be dark. That's why I love dark. South Downs. It's like, there's a, de- a definitive end point here that yeah. I'm aiming for. I'm yeah. like, the feeling of joy, mm. there's no feeling of terribleness that will stop me from wanting to get that feeling of joy. Yeah, it's so true. And you just got to keep yeah. going. I'd say that's probably like when... When I started, like, I don't twice, sorry, but like, when I was commuting before my bike, it's like, I'm not taking a route to get the mileage up. This is the length of the route. Yes, <laughs> that's, yeah. I have to do this route to get there. There's no other shortcut to get there. I will literally lose my job <laughs> yeah. if I don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing motivating me. I'm there, like, and it's even coming home, you're sort of like, you, you can be as tired as you want. It's like, mm. even if you're hanging, you, you, you've got, you've all got your base, your base pace, haven't you? Like, yeah. You can always crawl at 13, 40 mile an hour, yeah. just spinning along. And it sounds so cliche when you say you don't realise like what your own body's limit is, but it kind of is true, isn't it? That you'd like to say, do 100 miles. I did two, the longest ride I'd ever done was 110 miles. And then in two days in a row, after already having ridden 300 miles, I did 150 miles, 15 miles back to back each day with more elevation. Yeah. And you've slept on the ground in a shitty bivvy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, it, yeah. It resets I, what you should expect of yourself. And then you think, a 20 mile a twenty mile hour ride, oh my God, this is unbelievable. With, with, no, with nothing. Yeah. Yeah. In a tube. The bike rides itself, it's amazing. Yeah. But, um, 
yeah, no, that's good. I'd recommend anyone that's thinking of doing it, just do it. Because that was my motivation that kind of that month or two months I had off between uni and starting work, you got that free time, do it. Yeah, that's great. So, did you, what did you use to navigate? Did you have it on your head units? Yeah, so just down, I just made the routes and then, like I say, just made, make sure the first day I must have been a bit lazy and not put the route on Strava exactly to where the hotel was. Right. So it was probably within a mile. But, but when you you've didn't done, care. When you you didn't care, you'd be like, oh, we'll be fine, we'll yeah. get there. You'll see that, it, exactly. A mile's a big it's time. It's a big travel lodge, we'll yeah. see it. And then you get there. It's a large area, a mile, when you're <laughs> what, very tired. What you're forgetting is you're not coming on the motorway with the science to travel lodge, you're coming <laughs> yeah. on some little pokey B road in the dark. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and we were in, we were right, and there were, and it was, I think it must have been when, it must have been when the Euros are on, so all these England flags are out <laughs> in the middle of this area, like, we look so... In Herefordshire, you're like, oh dear. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like, it was like, it felt like we were in a Call of Duty map, like, there was just, like, swings with no kids on them. Yeah. That's like, Herefordshire. Oh. <laughs> like, oh my God, well. of phosphorus in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Asbestos burning out of one of the houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, no, that's how I did it, just on Strava. And, the, to be honest, I, I think Strava's amazing, because if you just do the mode where um most plot, used, most used roads yeah. nine, ti- nine times times out of a hundred you'll in i don't think we had one road where you genuinely thought this is horrendous like, i imagine from that sort of heat map thing it's like it works most of the time but when it doesn't work if people keep getting caught out by it it's gonna become more and more yeah, popular yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a i vicious... might do that i might ride on the m23 <laughs> loads Every time I drive it, I might just turn my Strava on, and it'll be like, "We should send more yeah. people up here." Oh, <laughs> this looks great! All these bike packers from Wales getting really did you, angry. Did you do it with the one where you like you like you just go draw the draw the line one, and it sorts itself out? Or so did, I did a you... few points because right. otherwise it takes you down all these tiny little lanes, mm. and you just you kind of want to keep your speed up a bit, don't you? So I think I tried to kind of keep on. B roads, and also you realize you might find you might be with like hill climbing, like loops. They're like, yeah, <laughs> every, you've got like a hundred mile ride national in, in 10, mi- 10 mile sections. People's little after work loops, you're like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> you, that actually is what happened around Bristol, is where it was worse because around Cheddar. So you plot it going out of Wales and then down through Bristol. So the GCN video, all the because the, there's so many people riding around there, and all the hills, it's exactly that. So you look at the line, it's just like all these zigzags. You're like, nope, straight <laughs> through. Yeah, because you can pick a point. Where you can choose like minimum elevation and prefer dirt okay. surfaces. But the problem is, they like, a cl- like a classic sat now, fastest they? route, shortest yeah. route, yeah. most economical route. <laughs> but whichever one you choose. It me it opens you up to problems. Like if you choose least yeah. elevation, you go on M twenty five. If you choose most used roads, you might go on I don't know South Downs Way or something on a road bike. So you kind of have to yeah. just you kind of plot it, scan it, and you'll be you'll be mm. fine. But. Speaking of the M twenty five, no, that is a route I'd quite like to do. It's called the Orbital, where you go around the quiet roads, but all the way around the M twenty five. And from my house, that's a, it's like a it probably about 170 miles. It's like a big day out. It must be, yeah. But it's it's not awful hill-wise, because the M25 is Pan- through all the... But then how does that work around Dartford? Dartford tunnel. I was going to say, how you, does that... Like, you ring a man, a Dartford tunnel man comes along and picks you up and takes you along to the Dartford tunnel. Like, it's like a little taxi no, service. What, as a bike? Yeah. That's amazing. Well, we, ro- we rode over... So there's two bridges that go from Wales across to the UK, or England. Um... And one of them doesn't have a bike path, 
and one of them does. So if anyone is plotting it, and it automatically takes you across the one without a bike path. What, is it so old, is it old... done what you want to do, Sam. <laughs> Some Welsh guy is just ridden over this one. Everyone going to Bike Park Wales. <laughs> is, it, yeah. is it old or new then, the, the one that's got it? The one that has it... it the south or the north one? It's the more northern one. So the old one has the bike path? Yes. Hmm. You, you think they'd... they'd uh... Yeah, I've got to say, we're well, so, Isn't there a seven one. bridge road race? There is, but I don't think it Look, actually goes over On seven, seven bridge. bridge. Terrible name. If not, it should be a crit where you just go up it and then across. Because it's got a good, it's quite a hill on up yeah. to it, isn't it? Yeah. Like a motorway hill with unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, why is there a fourth lane here? <laughs> All these lorries are going backwards up it. And my car. Yeah. My one litre polo. <laughs> <laughs> Me and all the drivers. Yeah, no, it's the, yeah, the more northern one. But, Oh yeah, they have strange things to ride over. Massive bridges. That's cool. You, like, you How did you charge your all your yeah. stuff? If so I just bought a massive battery pack, and it just just has about ten that's what phones is, worth of charges. That's what's in his top two bag. Also, all the campsites will have just kitchens where you just plug. Yeah, I've that before. Oh, okay. You can leave your phone there overnight, can't you? Yeah. So it's not. Yeah, it's not. So and then the next day, it's got some jazzy pictures on it. <laughs> 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 they have the they've, they've done Tinder for you. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, it's not that bad. The thing is, I think if you, it's a great thing to do it with bivvies and do it yourself. So we took all the cookers and things, cooked for the first night. It's a nightmare, and then every other night we just got takeaways. So we had fish and chips. Oh, nice. we had <laughs> Chinese takeaway twice. We had <laughs> curry. Uh, uh, yeah, because you you get to the end of the day and you, you don't want to cook on a little Bunsen burner, which takes an hour and a half to cook one piece of chicken, and yeah. then half, two of the guys were veggie and two of us weren't. Right. So then you, yeah, and then I snapped my spork on the first night. So. Oh, your titanium spork. <laughs> so there is an element, isn't it, of like bike packing and stuff, where it's the more you suffer, the more of a bike packing you yeah. are. Yeah. It's like, Whereas I would, you know, I ate dry rice out of a tin <laughs> I found in a bin. Like, like, yeah. I'd love like, like why? Like, it should be, it, it should be the cycling, and, like, and you want to do it like that. I'd love to fine. do it, but I'd also like to sleep in a travel lodge. Yeah, exactly. I want to do a travel lodge bike packing. Should we do a, <laughs> should we do a hotel campanile tour? Five star, sponsored by Premier. <laughs> All yeah. different spas, spa day. and every other day as well. So we ride twenty miles. I think that, well, that is you, you, you. basically just go on a you go to different spas and run their peloton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just drive, drive, go onto a peloton for have a spa. Have a spa. Next day, drive. Put yeah. the Garmin on between the driving. It's yeah. a recovery bike packing trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be quite nice you come out of it very fresh <laughs> really ready to go like very like rest week bikepacking trip <laughs> it was good as well because when you also when you're kind of the campsites are obviously near villages and whatever so it's kind of fun to walk into the village and we almost had a fight well we did have a small fight with a very angry Welsh man <laughs> he almost ran us over and then we said what you did and then he got out of his car and ran at us with his kids in the back of the car yes good good they've man they've always got kids yeah, <laughs> the thing is though what I like is I like road people that bat themselves <laughs> it's like, like there's four of us against one of him yeah but you've got little mincy shoes on <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, we weren't walking into town in our like we <laughs> throwing fish and chips yeah in. yeah yeah but, um, Attacking them with your little wooden wooden forks. <laughs> yeah. My broken order, spork. order of a takeaway. <laughs> oh, show him. Get him with your bivy pole. <laughs> <laughs> like hoopla. <laughs> I think road bike packing is a, is a very different thing to off road bike packing. Yeah, I think the distances and the efforts, and the, <laughs> the chance for no, but as in like, I think people normally with. On with off-road bike packing, it's like 
even though you're doing, you know, because people are doing longer, longer distances than they normally would off road for a day, mm. going somewhere, and the, the chance of mechanicals and it's, it's more of an adventure. Slower. But the road one almost seems like, yeah, like it's it, going back to back to back. It's hard, but it's like it's sort of just sort of, sort of each day is just a ride, isn't it? Mm. You know, you're not like dreading like, oh no, we've literally got half this left, but we've got no, no phone signal. There's no one near us for for like yeah. hours and hours. And the UK is not really. Like America, America, isolated. you've got continuous... No. Even off-road, you're not isolated, are you? Whereas in the UK, you're about, what, 20 minutes max? Well, I suppose even on the road, road even on the roads, you'd be isolated in America, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you would. But and it's... bears and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff <laughs> that. Yeah. But the biggest thing you notice is because I think your bikes are all covered in all the equipment and stuff, the amount... People are so friendly. Like, when you go to campsites, so many people coming up to you and asking you questions and asking and... When you're a normal rider, you feel like everyone wants to get a shotgun out and shoot you. Because they see it as you're an arrogant cyclist who thinks they're a racer. Yes. Which you are. You are. And we are. Yeah. But when you're a bike packer, you're more of an adventurer, tourist. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing is, you're riding right how far? I can't believe you're and riding the, that for. That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. It's a very different... Yeah. It's... And there's also nothing else to do at that campsite. But talk to you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The evening entertainment's not not good enough. So, yeah. well, that sounds very exciting, Harry. So, what, what's your next plan then? When are you going bikepacking next? I don't know. I've you got all the gear now. That's the yeah. I know. I've wasted all the money. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. put me off. <laughs> Southtown's yeah. way on road bikes. That will that'll take five days on road bikes. Because you'd be in the hospital for four days and then you drive the rest. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be quite fun. Again, the out and back sounds fun, but then when you think how much would a train ticket cost to get a train 550 miles away? See, I think doing something like ride to Paris and get a train back. Yeah, a lot of people say I think it'd be quite fun to go abroad because you could ride quite easily from here to Dover in a day. Yeah, or go to Southampton and get the ferry across further down. Yeah, either or. And then you could, yeah, and then you're instantly in completely different terrain. Or cycle to Newcastle, get the Newcastle ferry... To France, and France, up. not Holland, then cycle round. Oh, yeah. Holland, and yeah. then cycle round. Norway, that'd be amazing to go. Yeah, yeah. There's a load of different things you can do, but it's just like you got to kind of. There's always a drawback to every kind of. Takes a lot of commitment, a time, and planning, and yeah, like even things like getting the train up anywhere from where we are. Really, you have to go through London, and then if you want to make a day of. Because ideally, the day you get a train up, you don't want to just use the whole day to get a train, so you go early. And then because you go early, you're, you four of you on a packed train in rush hour with bikes. Yeah. And then you're not really allowed bikes in rush hour on track. So there's all, all these little things that yeah. you don't realise that actually you think that's why a big circular route is quite good because you don't need any transport. You it's, or you, go, whatever yeah. you do, you've got to ride through London. That's it. You have to go all the way around and then you kind of... You have to probably use an extra four hours. Get a train to Croydon to get around. Ride to Tottenham, then. I reckon you go Cheltenham. I reckon a train to Cheltenham would probably because then you just straight up, aren't you? And then within a day, you're kind of Midlands, aren't you? That would probably be a good way to do it. Something along those lines. Maybe for next, maybe early next spring, we should try and do even just like a Friday leave Friday three day four day yeah Friday Saturday Sunday thing yeah easy nothing ridiculous. Fun. King Alfred's Way. Oh, I know, but it's just, I don't know, it doesn't excite me, King Alfred's Way. I don't know why. What we I think it's because of the loop element of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the point to point. Yeah. I've got a thing. Point to point is cool, yeah, because you feel like you're going something, you feel like you're actually making progress, I think, don't you? Yeah, 
I don't know. Yeah. Every pedal you push is to get closer to your destination. Whereas when you do a loop, like every pedal I do, I'm that sounds like a fridge uh, magnet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a song from the eighties. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Anyone that want, thinking about doing it, just do it because mm. it's a lot of fun and it's completely different to you, your mindset. Is super different. It has to be, otherwise you're just doing FTP intervals whilst yeah. trying to ride. It's a shame that the best time to do those things is base miles, like winter. But that's the worst time to ever. Because the time like wise, hundred miles. For yeah. A day. <laughs> I mean, I think the three of the days, the elapsed time was about ten hours. Yeah. I mean, you think you don't really actually have the time in a day, like what? And you don't want to ride in the dark. No. Or cold. Or cold. Or outside at all. And also in the winter, Maybe we do a Zwift. Why don't we do a Zwift bike packing trip? That's where a terrible idea. No, you Zwift for ten hours. Then you bivy in your garden, and then you get back on. <laughs> to and cry into the bivy. Oh, you've yeah. got to really hate yourself. Yeah. That. And your family. Yeah. What are you doing this weekend? Well, oh. I'm uh, going outside. They're going to see me the whole time. <laughs> that would be horrendous. Do you yeah. see um, Connor Swift got the new fastest no time on the West Highland Way? Yeah. A really good Wahoo video they did. Yeah, yeah. And it's like his first time on a mountain bike. I think Is it's that stupid. Love it. He's just so fast. Is he? Yeah. This is a good watch. It's on... Um, it's on Wahoo's YouTube channel. It's um, Rab someone. Yes. But that looks really fun. I'd like yeah, to that. Yeah, a good it's, good, it's, good, it's, a, it's a good one. It's a good one. What, what we've done successfully this evening, right, is we've talked for an hour and we've only ticked off one point on our list. <laughs> <laughs> the bike packing, the bike packing <laughs> special. Yeah. So next time we do one, which is not going to be in a month's time, be less than that. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have a Sam's Racing special. He can get all his yeah. excuses out. Yes. <laughs> take got, take got all about his new upgrades. About. I've got a lot. I've got lots of thought. I've been having lots of because Instagram. You, all you see is low shit. Is a lot of people who do, who are good at bike racing because people talk about being good at bike racing, and my my aim is to talk about being mediocre to poor at bike racing. Because but people that, that race now. But that do you mean average at best? So serious. There's no fun. There's no squids. But no, it was no. I must say, I I had a really good time. But more on that next time because it was rainy, horrible, sketchy, and I really enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah. you will find and, out. And we can, we can start our four month build up to Roubaix as well. Yeah, and I've got my I've got a really hard hilly race coming up, and I'm doing the Tour of Sussex You're against people that. who are all far better than me. So we've got to come up with a way that I can. Is the RTT in that? Is that one of the Stage. Yeah, there's a hill climb up beach. Yes. I'm gonna to go to that and cheer you on. I'm gonna have a big banner. Genuinely, my aim is to like even if I come last, that's fine. It's just to do the three stages and enjoy it and get it's good experience. But we'll see. Look, I reckon oh, we've got a person on our team who's, who might win it, so really? okay. I can just say I won it. Great we'll shout! Or, already succumb yourself to teamwork. And we were riding, we were riding the other day, and he genuinely, I think genuinely, he wasn't patronising me. But he was like, you know, all four of us have got an opportunity where we can do this, and I was just thinking. Mate, I, I I don't want to dash your hopes, but I'm really not. <laughs> what, as in do this for him or do this for yourself? Only four of us. So he's like, we'll see after the first stage in the hill climb where we're at. And whoever's in the best position, they can be the leader on the last stage. And we'll ride for them on the beachy head stage. And, <laughs> and you're like, like, mate. You are not going to be riding for me on the beachy head stage. <laughs> Piss off. Don't worry. <laughs> but um, I, liked, I liked the backing. I like the optimism. Yeah, I think I just need to... Yeah, that's only because he couldn't, that's only cause he couldn't say, Sam, can you just drop back a set? Yeah. <laughs> All three of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> over there. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, no, I'm, really, I'm excited. It's really putting yourself out of your comfort zone, but that's, cool. I like doing that. 
No, I'm excited. Like three peaks, which is going to be next year as well. I'm excited to come and watch. We need to get more. Yeah, We're going to get loads of people. Harry's doing three it. Peaks. No, I'm not. Yeah, you can say on your form for three peaks, um, fastest known time round Brecon Beacons and just lie like fastest I'll make a segment from Horsham around Brecon <laughs> the 650 yeah. mile segment of yeah. say South Downs where you did really fast yeah and you just I've donate, just South donate South. money and you donate it's I, think I, I think I did 50 quid so no I give a tenner you, oh I couldn't have done 50 quid you, I, went, I went five you went ten I think it was I spent a lot of time with those men because when I got my puncture they stood there laughing at me for at least 20 yeah. minutes <laughs> you don't, you don't, mountain rescue you don't mind, don't mind to mountain rescue and you get in it's, it's literally just bribery and it's fantastic <laughs> perfect but next time we're going to go to the old man pub afterwards afterwards and yes. get really involved I'm gonna, you, Sam's going to drink his first ale oh. <laughs> you never had ale mate I'd rather do the three picks twice <laughs> drinking ale <laughs> Oh, goodness, mate. Well, anyway, that was good. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, next time, we'll see you then. Until then, stay safe. Oh, <laughs> stay safe. <Sunday. laughs> it's all going so well.